There are no such things as limits or obstacles, only opportunities. Step into the greatest version of yourself because what you do matters. Shift your narrative. You're listening to Opportunity Makers, where entrepreneurs come to take their purpose-driven business to the next level. Here's your host, Jim Padilla. Hey, Rockstar, so good to see you here on another episode of Opportunity Makers Podcast. And, you know, we talk so much about seeing the world through the right lens so that you can see your your way through the opportunities that can solve problems for you and the people around you. And so much of that is is about the mindset that you bring to it from the beginning. You know, when I, I tend to have a glass is half full, sometimes glass is always full <laughs> mentality. I, I like to see one of my greatest gifts is the ability to see the high side of any opportunity. And it is a trait that I see in most successful entrepreneurs and visionaries is the ability to see what's possible even when it's not there. It's to see around corners, is to look at that, look at what's look at the look at what's there, selling the invisible, right? You're selling the opportunity of what can be, and then selling the actual outcome that exists within that. And that the first sale you got to make is to yourself. And uh, my my interview today, my expert that I'm bringing to you today. Uh, is somebody that I have a high degree of respect for, and she's somebody who really embodies the brand that she puts uh, that she puts forth, and she's somebody who is no stranger to success at high levels, high levels of visibility, high levels of exposure. Somebody that has to come across true and authentic and real and powerful, because when you're on TV, when you're a Miss of Virginia, when you are somebody who is beautiful and smart and talented and successful, and uh, and has basically a, a network of people that uh, would humble a lot of the people. And th- you, you got to make sure that you're showing up right. You don't have time to be pretending to be something somewhere. So she's got a lot of fantastic insight and input uh, that you will want to pay attention to and be able to come back to and take notes on. So make sure that you are ready to, to listen to this powerhouse woman who really has figured out what opportunity making is all about. Her name is Dominique Murphy. Dominique with a long O, right? Um, She has coined America's personal branding expert by Fox News in 2023. Dominique Murphy is a three-time Emmy award-winning TV personality, storyteller, and the founder of The Right Method, a full-service creative agency specializing in re-engineering brands since 2013, right? Through branding, video, and public relations. She's been playing this game for a long time, at a very high level. She knows what she's doing. She's really good at it. And I think you're just going to love her, which is why I'm bringing her to you. So make sure you pay attention, rate, review, subscribe, do all the things you know you're supposed to do. Share this with anybody who can benefit and let us know what you think. Enjoy the episode. We'll see you on the next one. Hey, here we are. You just got done hearing the official formal uh, interview, the bio bio piece that we, we do there. And now I want to make sure that they can hear from your lips to the audience ears. Who's Dominique and why well, are you here? First and foremost, shout out to all the opportunity makers. Woo! First of all, this is Jim. I'm so excited to be on your podcast because the people that you attract are like, these are my people, right? People who look at the world from a positive lens versus a hostile lens. I, I can be here and sit here all day. So thank you for creating this platform first and foremost. Lovely to be here. Super excited. The Cliff Notes version of who is Dominique? Well, depends on who you ask. 
my kids would probably say I'm really fun and goofy and, um, you know, really hopefully smart. But if you ask me who I am in terms of the accolades on paper, which I'm assuming you're trying to get to, my background is all things media. I have been in the business, basically grew up in media from the age of 14 to present day. I am a former television news anchor and host turned agency founder. And I own an agency called The Right Method, where we build the world's best personal brands. My journey has taken me all over the USA, all over the country over the years as a, as a host, as I mentioned, I've been featured on TV over 3000 times, everything from the Steve Harvey show to the Today Show, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, my kids' favorite Sesame Street and communities and many other platforms. So what I do is I work with individuals, predominantly entrepreneurs and executives, and I help them amplify their message. I help them go, as I like to say, from eh to wow. So the people I work with, they're really, really good at what they do. They have a niche, right? They're focused on what they are really good at, but they have no idea how to really put themselves on the map. That's what my team and I do. We help individuals basically transform their image, transform their messaging, transform their digital and online presence so they can close more sales, reach larger audiences, and become the go-to expert in their industry. I love that. Um, and everything about you always speaks that like it's, it's, you wouldn't even have to explain that you're a media personality, right? You just exude it. It's just part of you. So that's one of the things I love about you is every, you're just, you're very real. You know, there's a lot of people who can turn that switch on and then there's other people who are just that, like the thing, you know, and that's what you are. I think you embody your, your brand really well. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Likewise. You know, uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's been a it's been a, a fun journey getting to know you a bit um, with our time and, and mastermind together. You just said something that I think could be an all encompassing statement that maybe I don't know if you've done that intentionally, um, but you said you help them put themselves on the map. And I feel like, well, that could be you could define what is what does it mean to be put on the map? It means your niche is right. Your price is right. Your audience is dialed. You're known by all the right people a whole plethora of things. What does it mean to you? Yeah, all the above and a few more things, right? Number one, it, it gives you the confidence to charge what you are worth. And I always ask people this, I go, what are you worth? And then they'll, especially newer individuals in the entrepreneur space, and they, 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 they cringe and they look at me like, what, what am I worth? And I do this exercise with a lot of people because I remember when I first became an entrepreneur over 10 years ago, I had a mentor, still do, he's still a mentor of mine. And he goes, what do you want in life, Dominique? And I said, well, I, I, I don't know. He's like, well, you should always know the answer to that. I said, oh, okay. He goes, so spend a minute and think about it. What do you really want in life? And I thought about it and I said, well, I, I really want to have fun. I want to have fun. Like I want to live a life that's just fun because most people go through life on autopilot. They hate their lives. They go to the same job. They're miserable in the job. They hate their coworkers. And they're like, gosh, my life is awful. We're not meant to just wake up, work all day, and then just die. I don't believe in that. I was like, I just want to have fun. I want my life to be fun. He goes, okay, what else? I go, well, I really want to make an impact. I think we're all here for a reason. And what is that impact? We don't, you know, the one thing that is guaranteed is none of us make it out of here, right? And so at the end of the day, we don't take wins and possessions and accolades and all of these things that the world deems as important with us. So for me, I was like, I want to make an impact in the world. I want to leave a legacy and really be able to impact a large amount of people. He said, okay. He goes, and what else? Give me one more thing. And I go, well, 
wouldn't hurt if I earned a lot of money. And he goes, why did you do that? And I said, do what? He goes, why did you just cringe when I said, when you, when you talked about money? And I said, well, I, I, I don't know. I just, I've always been taught that you don't say that out loud because a lot of us are told like, you shouldn't boast about money or say you want money. You, you should just, you, you don't talk about money. And so he's like, why did you do that? I said, well, I just, I, I don't know. It's a subconscious thing. Clearly. I don't, I don't know. He goes, you should always say the money thing first. And here's why he goes, because if you want to have fun and make an impact, you have to earn a lot of money. That's how the whole game is played. So, you know, when I look at life and, and what I help people do, number one, it's gaining the confidence to be able to say, you know what, I plan to earn a lot of money. And now that I know where I'm going, I have direction, I have an aiming point and a destination as Earl Nightingale likes to talk about. Now that I know where I'm going, now let me build a strategy and a game plan to get there. A lot of times when we look at media and PR, so we have three very distinct divisions within our organization. It's public relations and collectively the right method has 22 Emmy awards as a team. So we have a public relations division, arguably one of the best in the world. We have direct lines into pretty much every outlet you can think of. Um, we have a full-blown branding department, which is the design work, all the online presence, social media, you name it, brand photography, just all the image elements, right? And then the third element is video production. We have a full video production house, if you will. Like we have the whole team in place. And so when I look at individuals who are like, okay, I'm looking to really grow and scale, what we have found is number one, you have to get the confidence to say, okay, I'm, I'm going there. And it's a mindset shift. A lot of people want to kind of, but subconsciously they're keeping themselves small. They're keeping themselves down. I, I, I kind of refer to that as being interested versus committed, right? Yeah, They, they would absolutely. like to have it if they can, but they're not necessarily willing to do all the things that it takes to commit to having it. Yeah. There's a quote I live by. It's by Les Brown. And he says, if you do what is easy, your life will be hard. Contrary to that, if you do what is hard, your life will be easy. And it's true. Everyone wants to be a winner until it comes down to doing what winners have to do. Everyone wants to be a winner until it comes down to discipline and staying focused and, and, and sacrificing. A lot of people don't want that part. They're like, they want the win, right? They're, they're focused on the destination, but they don't want to go through the journey to get there. And that is a very common problem that we see. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it's interesting because it in the world of opportunity making, it's it's really about seeing what can come of things. It's like looking at a at a block of clay and seeing it as a finished image versus seeing it as a big block of clay that you got to dig through. And I think that's what's going on in the world right now. I think people look around and they see they're circling the wagons. They're they're concerned about what could go wrong and what is out there and inflation and whatever else, instead of going, man, look at all of these problems I can solve. Let me just pick one. Let me yeah. find this way to help this particular market or this particular person and game on, right? But but you just said, you got to have that as the destination. If I want to make impact, I want to make wealth, I want to change lives, then that's going to shape the lens that I look through the world. Absolutely. And, and the issue is, and I'm going to say this out loud, this is the first time I've ever said this to anyone ever, ever. But the first thing you have to do is you have to turn off the news. <laughs> you do. If you want to be a success story, and I'm talking about like, just like hard news, it's a lot of it is a lot of negativity, negative things, negative, you know, if you, if you turn on a newscast for 10 minutes, I guarantee you, you're going to hear something negative, 
whether it's someone lost their life or something awful happened to somebody or someone lost everything in a fire, or it's just that same stuff repeatedly. And even if you think you're not internalizing it, you absolutely are. Our bodies are our cells. It's like skin, right? You put lotion on your skin and goes into your skin, whether you think it does or not, that gives absorbed. Same thing with what we surround ourselves with, what you eat, drink, think, and listen to is going directly into your body. And it does have an effect. So at the end of the day, if you're like, gosh, I really want to get to that next level. I really want to seize all the opportunities out there. The very first thing you have to do is is start to silo yourself away from certain things that are negative, including people. You know, I look at the world in general and I came from this place, right? Let's be honest. We're all from very few people grow up in communities and households where their whole family is enlightened and connected and, and you get it very few. It's a rarity in today's world. And even years ago, that was a rarity. So when you grow up in, in a, in an environment where people are taught and they perform what they know, right? Whatever their parents taught them is what they live. And for most people, that's victim mentality. The world is hard. Everyone's out to get you. You're never going to make it. Struggle, hustle, you know, just grind, grind, grind. And maybe you might get a crumb off the floor. It's a very flawed mentality. So it's about stepping away and saying, okay, first and foremost, what is it that I want? And I talk about this often, Jim, it's the it and the why, right? Like, what is it that you want? If you were not afraid of what everyone's going to say, right? Because we let fear stop us all the time. What are people going to say? doesn't matter what they say. The two biggest mistakes that people make are caring what people think and thinking that they actually care. And that's the truth. So it's, it's what is it that sets your soul on fire? Because everyone has that thing. Oftentimes we've snuffed it out because we're, we've been told it's stupid or silly or it won't happen. And we unfortunately accept those negative words and believe it. But what is it? Once you know what it is that, you know, that makes you, that, that makes you want to do that little happy dance. You're like, this is it. This is it. That thing is every person on the planet has this. Okay. Whatever, whenever you hit the it, then you have to couple it with your why. And the why is the thing that when you are tired, broken, sad, depressed, whatever you're feeling emotionally, it's the thing that keeps you going no matter what. And so that why, like for me, my why is my family. I have the most amazing husband, if I can be biased, (laughs) he's amazing. And I have the most amazing kids. So my husband and my two sons, my boys are like it for me. And so they're literally like, I have a picture on my phone. You know, I, I keep them right here on my phone on purpose, right? Because on those days when I'm like, oh, I got to do another meeting or, oh, I just don't really want to handle this right now. I look down and it wakes me up immediately. So it's the it and the why finding that, and then just staying focused and disciplined. So I, I love all that perspective. Um, wh- what do you say to somebody who's just, they're so immersed in just the daily grind that they can't really see, you know, maybe the high, the why isn't as evident. Yeah. I'll, I would tell them what someone once told me and it's slow down to go fast. Because most people are going so fast in the, well, I can, and you hear this excuse all the time, Jim, I, I can't, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't, I, I gotta, I gotta work. I gotta do, I gotta make dinner. I gotta get the kids. I gotta go to soccer. Da, da, da. And it's just like a hamster on a wheel going 250 miles an hour. Right. And it's like, they're, they're so trapped in their own mind of, I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to versus saying, you know what, let me just, let me just stop. What's going to happen if I don't make dinner at five o'clock tonight. Is anyone going to starve? No. Okay. What's going to happen if I don't 
pick up my son from soccer today and I let someone else, my husband or someone else pick him up? Is, is the world going to end? No. Okay. So you start looking at things and separate, like what are things that are, that I'm making into a bigger deal that are not really a big deal. The second thing you have to do once you just slow down for a minute, like pause yourself, take a day off from work, like just take a day and say, I'm going to take a personal day for self. And it's no one else. It's, it's a personal day for yourself and say, what is it that, that I want? Because usually when people are in what I call the rat race, they're not happy because they don't like what they're doing, but they just don't know how to get out. And in some cases for entrepreneurs, if they're, they're an employee, they might find themselves at that number where it's just good enough, where they can't leave the job. Cause they're like, well, what am I going to do if I leave this? Cause it's just good enough. It's just keeping me in there, but I'm not happy. Same with the entrepreneur, right? I love entrepreneurialism because it, it gives you freedom in every sense of the word. For me, it was mental, like all the mental blocks dropped away. I was like, I can be as creative as I want to be. I can be as free as I want to be. If I want to take a week off, I can take a week off. I don't have to ask for permission. I can get every holiday off. I can earn as much as I want. And that was a big one for me. I'm like, wait, I'm not just capped. I can, if I want to earn double next year, I can just change a few things in my model and I can earn double. Really? Right. So it was just that, that realization. So for someone who feels trapped in the the day-to-day hustle, I can't get out of it. I can't. The first thing you have to do is slow down to go fast. The next thing you have to do is identify what is it that you really want? Because if you're in the hustle, you probably aren't happy. So what is the, it? what is it that you really want to do? Once you figure out what it is, everything in life, Jim is a blueprint, everything, pretty much everything, right? Unless you're trying to fly to the moon yourself without wings and then a suit that really hasn't been done yet. Right now that it can't be done, you know, but the thing is everything pretty much that you're looking to do has a blueprint. So you seek out the people who've been there and done it. And you say, Hey, could I study what you're doing? Can I follow you? Can I shadow you? Can, you know, would you be willing to mentor me? Now, the big caveat with mentors is, and I want to be really clear because if your audience is like, okay, let me just find a bunch of mentors and and reach out to them. People become a mentor when you provide value to them. So if you think that you're just going to reach out cold to someone that you admire and say, hey, stop what you're doing and make time for me is is a pretty selfish ask, right? So you have to figure out how can I add value to somebody? Like, what can I give them? Because every person on the planet, again, they all, everyone struggles with something. Everyone needs help with something. So figure out what that, where that hole is within their business model or their personal life and be that solution. You build that, that relationship. And then you go in and say, Hey, you know what? I'd love it. If you'd be willing to give me, you know, an hour of your time once a month, this is what I'm looking to do. I'd love to learn from you and don't be afraid to invest. Find the right people, do your due diligence every single time, and and don't be afraid to invest in bettering yourself. Yeah, it's something that I think the the coaching world, expert space has kind of, you know, the the term that marketers ruin everything, right? There's, I think the coaching industry is starting to ruin a lot of things too, because now it's like, it's it's hard to be thinking about, well, I can just mentor this person because I can help them because I know I can provide some value. You know, I can solve a lot of business problems in 10 minutes. Right. So why should I charge somebody for something that I can do really fast? If I, if I can just give it out of the kindness of my heart and too many people think, well, it's gotta be a contract and it's, it's gotta be a coaching arrangement and gotta pay them for their mentorship. There's a lot of ways to pay people. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm open to a lot of different compensations from people. If you can make a really valuable introduction to me, yeah. I might take that in lieu of a payment, right? Mm-hmm. Or putting me on the right stage or just providing uh, just, just those strategic introductions or those opportunities. You never know what you know that I don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't have to come through what you actually do. It can be somebody that you know really well um, and or just something you have experience with. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's all about giving <laughs> in this yeah. world, right? Uh, Just find ways to get... solve a problem for people and, and add value. That's really good input. Good wise, wise, wise. I guess good wisdom is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, there's there's always you know the greatest gift in this world is service to others, as I like yeah. to say. And so you know, I I used to come from a scarcity mindset. I think most people have that. It's it's like built in our DNA by where we grow up in, right? So when I first became an entrepreneur, I was like. I can't tell anyone anything. I got to charge for this because if I give it all away, then, then what value will I be able to provide someone when they come and want to align with me? Very flawed approach. But as you get stronger in your, in your business model and you get stronger in your mind and you get stronger in your content, you start to realize there's so much information out there that people are yearning for. So for me, my model now is I just give it away. What, what do you want to know? I'll tell you anything you want to know. How do I get on TV? I'll give you the whole blueprint. How do I do this? I'll give you the whole blueprint. Just ask me, anyone in your audience, do you want to know how to get on TV step-by-step-by-step? By step by step? Shoot me a message. I will give you the full step-by-step guide because I no longer live in scarcity. And what I find is with a lot of people, when we do when we do social media, YouTube, everything, you name it, and we just give out lots of content because number one, what happens is you, you build a community and a tribe. Where people go, wow, that's really cool that they that she's willing to do that. Number two, it's no like and trust. So you start building this trust with people of like, wow, the information is valuable, but it also actually works. Okay. And then the third thing is our models are more done for you implementation. So I'm really not in the business of DIYing it. So I'm happy to share every single thing with whomever wants to hear it. Because at the end of the day, the clients that we tend to serve don't want to do it. They're like, that's great. I love that. Can you guys do it for me? Sure. And that's our sweet spot. That's who we go after. So what do you, what about the person right now who's thinking that's all sounds great and it's exciting, but once this, once this message is over, how do I actually do any of this? And, you know, I'm not you, I don't have all those years of screen experience, or I don't have all these business building background that Jim has, or, you know, if if we get a lot of this, it's easy for you because you guys have already done it. Yeah. You know, I, I laugh when I hear that, honestly, because like I, you started from nowhere. I started from nowhere. Like, you know, people think, oh, you're in the media. The very first time I was on TV, I could barely speak. I was so nervous. And so it's the law of repetition. The more you do something, the better you get at it. So the first thing you have to do is start to train your mind. And this is why it's so critically important. If you don't hear anything else I say during this, this podcast, is you have to literally put blinders on like horses and you have to separate yourself from people. Like you might have to separate yourself from all of your friends and family and everything. It depends on how bad you want it. Now you have to, if there's something you want to achieve in life, you have to want it so badly that you wake up at two in the morning, like thinking about it. Like when you're in the shower, you're thinking about it. When you're making dinner, you're thinking about it. You can't get it out of your brain. That's what I'm talking about. And so you have to then, you know, leave this and leave all of the excuses. And I'm, I'm going to be really frank. That's all BS. Like that's all, it's all a fixation of your imagination. And what I call that is a protective mechanism 
for your body to play small, because then you can always play victim and say, oh, you know, I work for Jim, work for Dominique, but it's not going to work for me. Stop that. Stop all of that and say, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. Because here's the reality. No one can stop you. Like literally no one can stop you when you set a goal. We think people can stop us. People can say mean things. People can say, really? They can laugh at you, but no one can actually stop you. It is the enemy or whatever you want to call this person's job. Their goal is to get you to stop you because they know they can't stop you. So if someone doesn't want to see you be successful, they will do everything in their power to try to get you to stop you. But you can't do that. So decide what it is. And I don't care what it is. I want to earn X. Great. Do it. I want to earn this. I want to do this. And don't only say what you plan to do, like you have to claim it in your language, but associate a date next to it, right? Don't just say, I want more money. Okay, I'll give you a quarter. You now have more money. (laughs) How much do you want to earn and buy when? And then get a game plan in place. I was watching this video uh, with, with, uh, it was a Steve Harvey video. It was actually today. It kind of popped up on my phone and I'm a huge motivational junkie. Like I love all things like mindset growth. Like this is my, this is my jam being on your podcast. Jim is my jam. So, and he was talking about first class and he said, for anyone who's never flown first class, you should always just at some point in your life, save up and buy a first class ticket. And this, this trick only works for people who are high frequency people. If you're like, eh, my life is whatever, I'm a victim, whatever, then this is not for you. But if you're someone out there listening to the sound of my voice and you're like, I want more for myself. Beyond that, I want more for my family, right? Like, I don't think anyone looks at their family and thinks, ah, eh, mediocre works for me. You don't, but you've just accepted it because you don't believe in yourself. So when you decide, you know what? I want way more. I want this, identify what that is for my family, then you start to attract it. So he talks about the first class seat. He said, buy a first class ticket. And I remember my very first time in first class, it was a whole thing because I grew up from a very, very working class family. We never flew first class. Like you sit in row 39 by the toilets in the back, right? Like you just, you never sat in first class, not even close, not even like the main cabin. I was always in the back cabin. So growing up, I never, ever, I just always thought, oh, well, they're lucky and that will never happen for me. And I would just walk back to my seat. So he said, buy a first class ticket, sit in that first class seat. And he talks about all of the amenities that come with the first class seat, like the bigger size of the seat. You get the the wet washcloth, right? You have unlimited drinks. You have all these different perks that are in first class. And it does something called cognitive dissonance. It does something to your exoskeletal system where this paradigm shift happens and you go, you know what? I got to get that again, right? It's like, I got to do that again. I got to do that. And it starts to create something subconsciously in your body where you're like, okay, if I want to do that experience again, I need to make sure that I'm making decisions and aligning with the right people who are smarter than me, who can help me and guide me so that I can make this a regular part of my life. And you can equate the first class ticket to riding the car you you dream of, like get it in the car, like go to whatever dealership right now and get in the car and drive it. And feel how the steering wheel feels on your hands, right? You want to be married? Go go to a wedding shop and put on the dress. It doesn't matter. Find the thing that it is that you want and start living it. And something's going to happen happen chemically within your body where you go, oh my gosh, I can do this. I'm going to do this. And you'll start to attract it. Totally. Start saving up. And the next time you're going to take a trip, give yourself the opportunity to stay in the presidential suite. 
Yes. Just something that'll blow your mind. And you'll think, wow, there is another way to live life here. Because there are people doing it every day. That's the part that we forget. Every day, every day, every day with a smile. Um, so what, what do you see right now? It's going to take a little turn on this and it's, it's hard sometimes because we see such positive in the world. We see opportunities being created everywhere. So sometimes we can throw away the risk side of it, but when somebody who's got not a lot of dollars to spend, not a lot of time to commit. So every decision they make, whether it works or doesn't is going to be felt really hard. What are the big risks to avoid right now? You know, I hate the word risk. I'm just going to be super transparent. I don't look at, I look at everything as an opportunity and that's me training my brain. Everything is an opportunity, right? I'll hear people say, oh, I can't do this because of, because I look this way or my skin's this color, or I'm a woman or I'm a, uh, all excuses, right? So it's like, you can do whatever you want to do. So the first thing you have to do is is stop the, well, it's hard out here. Because you keep telling your body and your mind that it's hard, I promise you it's going to be hard. So you have to make a step and say, okay, it's possible. Not it's easy. I'm not saying it's easy, right? Okay. It's possible. If other people have done it, then I can do it and look around, right? Drive past a a giant, like a really wealthy neighborhood. Those people have the same things you have. They have a heart, they have eyes, they have, you know, probably two hands. They have, they have the same thing going on. So why is it that they are successful and you perceive yourself not to be successful from whatever it is you're trying to achieve, probably a monetary standpoint. What is it that they're doing? that you're not. So you have to understand that you're at equal playing ground. They're not more, they don't have wings. They don't have five legs. Like they don't have something special that's allowing them to, they don't not sleep for 10 days and can, you know, shell out more work. So what are they doing differently than what you're doing? So you have to stop looking at it as, oh, it's hard or, oh, I can't, or da, 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 da. start looking at it from the standpoint of, okay, it's possible because other people have done it. So I know I can do it. Now, how do I do it? How do I do that? And so a lot of times people have what I call like a shotgun syndrome when they're trying to like make it quickly. And when you're desperate, you make mistakes. So if you're like, okay, I got it. I just got to make money quick. I hire this person. And you're just like, your, your mind is cloudy. You're not doing your due diligence. That's when you make mistakes. And that's when you hear from people, you know, I took my last five grand and I gave it to so-and-so and I lost it all. And oh my gosh, my life is over all this stuff. Again, victim, victim, victim. You have to say, you know what? I need to slow down to go fast. What is it that I want? Okay, it's possible to get there. Now, what are the steps? I like to reverse engineer everything. So let's say your goal is to have a certain position, okay? So you're like this, and you have to identify it very specifically. This is where I want to be. Got it, okay. So now that we know that this is where you wanna be, put a date next to it, 12 months. Cool. All right. So now we know in 12 months, our goal is to be here. And not only the goal, but the plan is. So you build a plan backwards. So if I plan to be here in 12 months, where do I have to be in 11 months to make that 12 month jump happen? Got it. Write it down. Okay. So at 10 months, then where do I need to be to make that 11 month goal happen? And you reverse engineer this all the way back. And then what you have to start doing is getting very disciplined. We talked about it earlier. Everyone wants to be a champion until it comes to what champions have to do. You might have to wake up early. You might have to say, hey, friends, I can't hang out with you anymore because I'm very focused on my goal. You might have to turn the television off, stop watching TV. Like all of the hours in your day, if you were to channel and catalog how many hours you waste in a day, most people, it's astounding, right? So you have to get laser focused, okay? And I literally, I build my days into like multiple days. So I'm like, okay, six to noon is a day in my brain. 
So I'm like, I have to accomplish X amount of stuff by 12 o'clock every day. And I actually have an alarm on my phone. So it's like, how granular are you? Like, how badly do you want it? Because everyone wants it, but do they really want it, right? So build out a plan and get focused. So if I'm here and I'm working during the day, even my husband knows like, I'm not calling her till 12 because she's literally, she's like on go mode, right? And it's, it's that super laser focus, but it's that super laser focus that allows me to take lunch. It allows me to, when I'm done with my day, I'm a super present mother. And that was something very important to me when I became one. I said, I'm not going to be a mom who's working and never around, right? So my kids are at school when they're home, mom is active. So you have to literally slow down to go fast. Know that it is possible. Take the language out of your mouth that it's hard. You can't do it. It's difficult. It's confusing. Like all of those words train your brain that when you're about to say it, you stop it and you correct it. Like, oh, that's so hard. It's possible. Hey, I'm just so tired. It's been a long day, but I'm going to keep going. That's the difference between winners and those who don't win. Dominique, I can listen to this all day. I love, I love the way you talk. I love, I just love everything about you. I think you're amazing. Um, I'm sure everybody else is feeling the same. So I know everybody would love to hear just at least a couple of steps. If somebody said, I want to get media found, I want to get on the map. Yeah. And I would love to come and work with you. But absent that, what's the five things I need to do right now? Yeah. Oh, it's so broad. So one, one thing that I ask people, Jim, is like, what's the goal? So success is three things when it comes to exposure and it's a game plan, it's story and it's strategy. Okay. Game plan, story, strategy. You have to have all three of these if you want to have success. Now a story, contrary to popular belief, people don't buy products or services or apps or any of that stuff. People buy people and people buy passion and people and passion are based on a story. So the very first thing is a story. If you don't have a story right now, you're missing the mark and you're missing a lot of prospects. And when I say story, because I ask people often, I go, what's your story? And they'll give me bullet points on their resume. That is not a story. No one's going to remember that. Like, what's your story? Like, what's your it? What is it? And why does that set your soul on fire? So you have to build your brand story. So that's the very first thing, because at the right method, we have three different divisions as we talked about in the beginning. It's the PR, the branding, and then of course it is the video production side of it. So if you wanna amplify your message, the first thing is a story. Because when you go to pitch media outlets, we call them different things in media, not to go too nerdy on you, but like we'll say a Vosat or a package. What those things are, are stories. They're all stories. So when you're pitching the media, if you go to them and say, hey, I'm really great, I own this company and I've done this and I've earned this much money and I, you know, I think I'm great. They don't care. They have no interest in that. Zero. They're like, what's in it for me? So you have to change the language around to be like, okay, they cover stories. They don't want to have to figure out and build your story for you. They want ready-made people, ready-made stories that they can just take and retell that story in their own voice. So that's the first thing is you have to have a story. When you're pitching the media, you have to make it about them. Again, I see people come to me all the time and they're like, I've been trying for years, no success. And then they'll come to our team and we'll get them exposure within three weeks quick because their method is completely wrong. They're reaching out to people through these really long 
long press releases. And it's all about how awesome they are and how great that they are, they think they are and what they've done. And again, media doesn't care. They want to know what's in it for them. So when you're thinking about media outlets, think of it like this. They care about one thing at the end of the day. What do they care about? Money. It's all about money. Every business is in business to earn money. So when it comes to media outlets, how do they earn money? Well, if we're talking about, let's say local news for, for the sake of this conversation, there's four markets, four stations in every market. So there's an NBC, an ABC, a CBS, and a Fox. Every market has the four stations. All four of these are competing constantly for that number one or number two spot. The reason why they want number one or number two, that's, this is viewership, by the way. One or two is because they can charge more money for advertisers because those advertisers want those eyeballs. So that's how the whole thing works. So if a station's going to feature you on their broadcast, you better make sure that you're providing them with content that's going to be relevant to their audience. That's the big thing that very few people know about. Like, What does their audience care about? And a way to kind of hack this whole system. So if you, every single station in America has a tagline. So it might be something like working for you, your hometown team, investigative, you know, the investigative uh, source near you, right? So that little statement, that tagline tells you everything you need to know without doing all the research about that brand in particular. So the investigative, you know, the hard eyewitness news, you hear like that, you know, tagline often eyewitness news. Well, if it's an eyewitness news broadcast network, they're not interested in the person who does fitness tips. <laughs> they're not, they could care less. They want they want, you know, bleeds it leads. They want crime. They want government. They want politics. That's what they're looking for. So you want to find, if you're more of a lifestyle brand, find the, the station that has more of the hometown feel, right? Uh, working for you. It's something a little bit softer. Now, working for you is obviously more consumer. So you have to be able to just do your due diligence and research beforehand. So you have to have a story, number one. Number two, you have to look so good to the media. Okay, so think of it like this. Media outlets, if they're going to bring you on to their platform, they're essentially endorsing you because in order for them to put you on their broadcast, they have to, they have to do their homework, right? They're not going to put a serial killer on their platform or someone who has a really negative past on their platform. They're not going to do it. So they're already researching you from the very beginning. The first thing that media outlets do when you reach out to them, if they're even interested from your pitch, if you do it effectively, they're going to go to your social media channels. And they better look really good. And this is where we also come in because we make sure the polish is on everything and position you the right way. So the answer is yes, 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 not no, 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 or just no responses. So what does your social media say about you? If I was to go to it right now, is your bio clean and clear? Is it clear exactly who you serve, what you do, who you are, and why you're an expert? So provide some accolades within that bio. If I was to cover up the bio, the bio rather, and look at the images and videos, is it clear who you are and what you do? Very few people do this in business, right? They're, they're, let's say they're a doctor and then all the pictures are their dog and sunsets and vacations with their family. Mm -mm. 
needs to be in brand. So be thinking, what is my brand? How do I constantly showcase my brand to the market? That's going to attract the eyeballs of the media. You want to make sure you have a story and you want to make sure that you, you know, obviously have a lot of pieces in place. You got to be confident. Like there's just, there's so many things we could go over. Jim, I could talk for five hours on this topic, but those are some of the initial things that are like imperative that everyone listening can do today, right now to boost their chances of not only exposure, but the number two thing, which is probably number one for most people is closing sales. The same answer on how you land media is the same way on how do you grow your audience and, and close more sales. They're the exact same formulas. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think if you're listening, watching this, you're taking a lot of notes and you're recognizing that Dominique's the real deal, right? She's a pro. She does this. And I know you have um, official ways that people can come to you and get your support. Um, we'll have the links in the show notes for that. But what, what do you have coming up? What, what, and obviously this is, you know, depending on when you're listening to this, but as, as of this recording, yeah, what, kind of things, what ways can you support somebody in this? Of course, you know, the, the best way to do that, do this is to go to our website. It's the right method.com. And that's right. Like R I G H T the right, right triangle, right. The right method.com. On our website, you're going to find a ton of free resources to really help you get going. We have something on our website called the Ultimate Branding Bundle. It's a $500 offer. It's completely free. My gift to you to really help you. You know, like I'm, I'm in this really to help a lot of people, Jim. And what I find often is people, especially when it comes to personal branding, they're like, I have no idea where to start. And I'm here to tell you, it's a very, very convoluted. It's a, it's like a super tangled pretzel to, to, to unravel if you don't understand it. And if you're not familiar with all the sides of video, PR, branding, design, graphic, imagery, like all these things, a lot. So what we did is we made it super simple. So on our homepage, there's you, there's a thing called the ultimate branding bundle. You get two things in it. It's a standout and sell cheat sheet. And we literally give you the step-by-step -step guide to actually start to stand out online and sell, close more deals like that. The other thing that's included in there is our branding bundle. So it's a workbook that's going to literally show you a hundred percent how to build your personal brand from your brand identity, to your colors, to your essence, to your message. Like we're going to show you how to do it. You just print it off and you just follow the workbook to build out your own brand. So it's like, as I mentioned, completely free for anyone who wants it. So it's on our website. That's a great place to start. While you're on the website, we have many different services as well that do cost. Um, if you're looking to kind of take it to the next level, we offer an accelerator program. It's very, very popular with entrepreneurs and executives. Every time we open it, we end up closing it very quickly because it sells out. So keep an eye out for that. There's a tab on our website called the accelerator. Well, it's called accelerator. So you'll see when the next date is coming up. So you can sign up for that if you're interested or just book a call with our team. I mean, we've got membership plans, retainers, all kinds of stuff. So the easiest way would be to download the free stuff because let's face it, who doesn't like free things? And it's a really good free offer, let me tell you. And then book a call with our team. Let's uh, start the conversation and, and see how we can support you in your journey. All great stuff. And I highly recommend, please go take advantage of it. Again, the links will be in the show notes. When you do, just make sure you tell her that you saw her on the Opportunity Makers podcast and tell her that Jim and Cindy say hello. And uh, and we want to hear how it goes, because I love seeing these transformations and how the amazingness happens. Um, we're running longer than I planned, but that's a good thing. And uh, I would love to hear, have you touch on one thing as a brand expert, as somebody who is focused on very much the more polished side of it, like you said, 
there's a seems to be this crazy trend and it's kind of a pet peeve for me, but I would love to hear your take on it. How everybody is like, oh, well, if they should like me as I am, I should, I, they are the authentic me. I should be able to show up at a networking meeting in my shorts and flip flops and screw you if you don't like it. Yeah, well, I'm not. I I have an opinion on that. But what what are your what is your take on somebody who thinks I think you should just like me for who I am? You know, it, that's a very uh, difficult thing to answer, right? I love confidence in a person. I think it's brilliant. You know, the reality is though, and there's certain people I can point to. But I'm not going to list any names. When you've earned a certain level of fame or distinction you can do whatever you want. There is a very viral video that went, uh, that went very viral recently, a video. And it's a, it's a gentleman jumping out of a million dollar vehicle at the Keynes Film Festival with no shoes on. Like, looks like he rolled out of bed, right? Million dollar vehicle. And he walks in, he throws his flip-flops on the floor, puts his flip-flops on and like walks in, like waltzes in, right? And there's something to that. At the end of the day, the, the saying is when you've earned that, you can do whatever you want to do. So it's a hard question to answer because I'm I'm in I'm of the elk of yes, you want to present well, but what is your brand? If your brand is I'm kind of, you know, in yoga pants and tennis shoes and it works for you and it works for your audience, then do it. Right. I don't think anyone should change themselves for other people per se. So if you're like, hey, I want to go to a board meeting and I want to wear pajamas, that's probably not the room for you. Right. Because you probably will feel uncomfortable first and foremost, and you might not quite fit in with the the culture of that group. So at the end of the day, I think you should be confident and do you. But also understand you are your brand and you are a representation of your brand. So identify it, stick to stick to it and then stay true to it. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. I always I always just tell people, you know, they, they do like, well, I'm going to do the Steve Jobs. You know, he made it so popular to wear jeans and T-shirts on stage when you're a multimillionaire, et cetera. Um, but now everybody thinks that's what the, that's OK. I'm like, yeah, but you're not Steve Jobs. I always say, be your authentic self. That's one of the first things we have to break with a lot of our clients. They're like, I want to be this person. I'm like, you can't be that person. Like, who are you? Like, let's find you. And that's one thing we do at the right minute. If you look at our case studies and, you know, if we get on a call, I'm happy to show you numerous people we've worked with, uh, you know, from six figures all the way up to 10 figure entrepreneurs, executives, and brands. We work with a lot of clientele. And one thing that's really interesting with the people that we work with is we don't change you we enhance you. And that's a huge thing to, to understand because if you look at, let's say we're talking about Caucasian men in their fifties. And if I was to show you five different Caucasian men in their fifties, you would see very different brands. So we are not in this to say, okay, this person needs to be in a suit and tie and a white shirt and, and style, you know, because that's not brand. That's basically telling them what they need to be. And it's not going to be authentic. When you're authentic, that's when you get conversion. That's when you get sales because people can see the real you. It's an energetic thing. If you're put into something that's not you, it never converts. So we take the individual, we find and extract that brand and that story, identify it, and then we amplify it. Could not have said that better myself. Um, those are <laughs> echoing words and sentiments we share here often. So take that stuff to the bank, guys. Really good stuff. Make sure that you bookmark this. And there were so many nuggets in here. I got a whole page of notes that'll be in the show notes for you. And make sure you go back to this and, and grab the things that, that are really speaking to you. See what makes the most sense. 
go take advantage of some of the free resources. It costs you nothing to figure it out. It could cost you everything to not. So make sure that you're checking it out and then let us know what's going on. So as always, thank you so much for taking your time to be here with us because we know you could literally be anywhere else on the planet and you're here with us. So thank you for trusting us to be part of your success team. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Let us know what's going on because we want to bring the greatest value to you. Go out, change the lives of the people around you, make a lot of money and have a good time doing it. All right, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Opportunity Makers. If you've heard something that connected with you, please share this episode with a friend or colleague. And don't forget to go to Apple to leave a review. Head on over to GainTheEdgeNow.com to connect with Jim and his team. And remember, there's no such thing as limits or obstacles, only opportunities.